Welcome to the Journey Express, where we talk about faith, friendship, and the more of God. I'm Mel Boyd, and with me is my wonderful co-host, Jen Houston. Hey, Mel. Hey, everyone. So we are, this is part three in our conversation with Kalani Gleckler. And if you missed part one and two, then you can go back and listen to those on the podcast. And in this one, we're going to be talking about our segment of what worship locks and what worship unlocks. Yeah, this is one of my favorite things that we do in our Keys series. So we are going to run through some scripture verses, and we have invited Kalani Gleckler to join us for this segment on our lock and unlock. So let's get into it, Mel. So we're going to share these scriptures. And what I think is so amazing is we did not, we prepared these scriptures ahead, um, and Kalani didn't know what scriptures we were going to put in. And like, I think two or three are already ones you've mentioned. So how just amazing of God. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so God, yeah. well, before we go into this, though, Kalani, I do want to just say or ask you, is there anything else that you want to share mm-hmm. uh, with our listeners before we move on to that? Oh, man, I, I feel like I've <laughs> I, I think just I, I, I feel like so much has just come out. I, I mean, I think I would just encourage listeners to um, to make to, Create, I mean, really create space to hear the voice of the Lord in this hour. Um, yeah. uh, I know we're we're all busy and we're pulled this way and that way by life in general. But if you'll begin to make time, even if it's just a couple minutes, and just get quiet before the Lord and say, "Lord, speak to me. Teach me to teach me to hear Your voice." That's something. I'm a I'm a birder. I'm a bird nerd. I like birds a lot, and I can identify <laughs> a lot of birds by sight. But the Lord took me through a season where I had this desire to learn how to identify birds by the sound of their voice. And one of the ways I had to do that was I had to go one, one bird at a time and really learn, you know, kind of the inflections of, the, of their call, their song. And so in order to do that, I'd sit in the backyard and I'd, there'd be lots of voices. There'd be lots of sounds, lots of different birds. And I'm trying to just listen. I'm just trying to focus in on one, you know. And that's kind of like how it is with the Holy Spirit. There's... It's never going to be, like, really, really quiet in the natural in your life. There's always going to be noise. And so we're learning how to, when we can pull away, just spend a few minutes quietly before the Lord. That's how we cultivate our just our ability to hear His voice so that throughout the unfolding of the day, when you're in your job, you've got kids screaming at you, whatever's going on, you can yeah. stay connected to that to that still small voice that he where he leads by the whisper and we're going to need that more and more in this hour so yeah spending time worshiping the lord whether that's singing or just kind of soaking in his presence whatever that looks like for you carve out some time to just be quiet and still and learn to hear his voice that'd be my final encouragement for listeners that is so good. I I feel like I'm I would if I didn't ask this this next question, I would get off air and be like, "Oh, I should have asked this." But you've mentioned this word a couple times and we probably have in the past too, but um prophesying or prophecy. Can you just give like a brief explanation of that word? Of pro- yeah, prophecy. Well, the, yeah, the prophetic sometimes we we hear that word and it was like, "Ooh, spooky" and all and all that. <laughs> Um, in Revelation, it says that the, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Um, my friend Rick Pino, he has the simplest, clearest definition of of prophecy or of the prophetic, or as we say, prophetic worship even. 
he says it's the prophetic it's really the it's the right thing at the right time so it's um it's basically coming into agreement with what god is saying and doing it's not just about pre- like predicting the future no it's about it's about his voice and tuning into his voice coming into agreement with it and releasing it into the earth whatever that is so if if i'm leading worship and i begin to sense the lord is saying joy then i'm going to begin to declare joy hmm. does that make sense Yes, it does. And and so the, the prophetic, um, as it relates to worship, uh, not always, but sometimes it's carried by uh, spontaneous singing, uh, spontaneous worship, things that are unrehearsed. Uh, we can, there's, you know, we could do a whole study of that. But like it, in the Old Testament, it's connected to a word for praise called tahila. In the New Testament, it's connected to a Greek word uh, where we see. Um, Ephesians 5.18, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Um, that carries with it a meaning of a uh, um, spirit-breathed song of an unrehearsed nature. So it's a normal expression of the body of Christ. Spontaneous, un, you know, spirit-led singing. How about that? So that can be <laughs> a, a part of the way we express worship to God is to is to sing a new song. You know, there's so much... So many scriptures that say, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord a new song. Um, and they yeah. sang a new song in the book of Revelation around the throne room. They're singing a new song. And so that's a part of, of really what we're commanded to do, but, but it's, the, it's the normal and natural expression of a spirit-filled believer in the place of worship. So there's singing, sometimes even just singing scripture spontaneously is a part of this, or singing your heart to the Lord is a part of this. But but at the end of the day, it's just it's about what's he saying right now? How's he moving? What's he doing? And how can we uh, partner with that? So sometimes it's going to be different than what you planned. If you're a worship leader like me, it's like, and we're going on a different trail now. Here we go. I get it. <laughs> well, I love the way you answered that, Kalani and Mel. I'm so glad you asked that because it almost, in a sense, brings us back full circle to the praise I gave for you, Kalani, and what you carry and how you blow through this big, mysterious cloud of charismania and you just, it, you bring clarity and it's like naturally super. And I just, I just love it because I just feel like we can feel safe with the truth and the authenticity of of the reality of what you're saying and how you're saying it and just releasing truth bombs without being so mysterious, you know, that people get nervous like this is, like you said, spooky, but just thank you. Thank you for making things so simple to understand. These profound things made simple. Yes. So we are we are so passionate about the Word of God. And Kalani, I know you are. I mean, you sing out scripture. You talked about that, that you did IHOP. I think you did that in Jacksonville. Yeah. And, just, and you just said it again, singing out scripture and the power of that. So we want to declare these scriptures um, as we've done before, but what um, worship unlocks and what worship locks. And again, these are not, you know, every scripture that um, we just pulled out some of them. Um, so we're going to start with, what does worship unlock? His presence. Psalm 22, 3, yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Yeah, love that. He chooses to dwell in our praise. Yes. Yes, and worship unlocks revelation. John four twenty three and 24, but the hour is coming and now is here 
when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Worshiping in spirit and in truth. When we worship from our spirit, when we worship in truth, we receive more revelation of who He is. And we and that helps us to even respond that much further. You know, it's like we talked about earlier. Worship is fueled by revelation, and worship releases revelation to our hearts. Amen. Worship also unlocks provision and physical healing. Exodus twenty three twenty five. Worship the Lord your God, and His blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. Mm-hmm. That's one to stand on really strong right now, isn't it? It is. It is. And and you said that earlier, Kalani, about you know our supply is in Him. We lack nothing. Thank you, Lord. Worship also unlocks chains. Acts sixteen twenty five and twenty six. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains came loose. Mm-hmm. Everyone. <laughs> everyone's chains, right? Don't That's forget right. that part. Everyone's That's chains. Right. So. Every, all of silence, praise the Lord, and everyone's chains fall off. Wow. Kalani, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? is what we said earlier, contributing to, when you praise the Lord, when you choose to praise, you're contributing to an atmosphere of faith in which other people get breakthrough, not just you. So this is, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so good. And also worship unlocks unity, Revelation 7, 9, and 10. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it unlocks unity because there's unity around the man, Jesus Christ. They're all focused on the Lamb on the throne. So unity, it's, I heard Ray Hughes say this. He said, it's not, unity isn't sameness. It's not about sameness. It's about, it's about agreement. Agreement about, about the Lord Jesus, who He is, what He's done, and what He promises to do. Oh, I like that, that a lot. Really good. Worship unlocks strength. Habakkuk three seventeen through 19 Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength, and He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. Yeah. also puts me in mind of... Um Isaiah 61.3, when it talks about the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Yeah. Um, when we put on that garment of praise, that so heaviness is lifted. It strengthens us, spirit, soul, and body, as we praise the Lord. So good. Yeah. 
Worship unlocks satisfaction. Psalm 63, 1-3 Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. Yes, he's he's the one who satisfies. I belong. Uh, in your presence, there's fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Psalm sixteen eleven. That is good. Also, worship unlocks the memory of God's amazingness. Psalm 105, 1 through 5. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. Yeah, I do too. I love that, the whole idea of like singing songs of remembrance, songs that testify of God's yeah. goodness. And really, our, our our life is a song, you know what I mean? Just declaring through your life the things that God has done. Worship also unlocks healing for your soul and answered prayer. Psalm 66, 16 through 20. Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will tell what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and high praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But truly God has listened. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, because he has not rejected my prayer or removed his steadfast love from me. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for healing our soul when yeah. we worship. So good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, our, our, our thought, our thought life, our emotions. That's a promise. That is a promise. Worship unlocks deliverance from enemies. 2 Kings 17, 38 and 39. Do not forget the covenant I have made with you, and do not worship other gods. Rather, worship the Lord your God. It is He who will deliver you from the hand of all your enemies. I love that connection between worship and deliverance. That's amazing. And just even, you know, that He, we know from the book of Zephaniah talks about how God sings over us, that He rejoices over us with songs of joy, that He's singing over us right now. He sings songs of deliverance over us. Um, it's just such, such a powerful revelation to me. That is. That really is. And, and then intimacy, and I just put Song of Solomon. <laughs> Mel's not going to sit here and read the whole book. <laughs> I'm going to read the book, but we've already encouraged you to read through it. It's I just, it, yeah. it exudes intimacy. Yes, amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to read through some verses that we came up with about what does worship lock up. Um, the key of worship locks up the voice of the enemy. Psalm 8-2 in the Passion Translation says it this way, You have built a stronghold by the songs of babies. Strength rises up with the chorus of singing children. This kind of praise has the power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship w- will silence the madness of those who oppose you. Come on. That's truth. <laughs> That's truth right there. Everybody needs, we need to remember that. Take up the weapon of praise. 
That's right. Amen. Worship also locks up despair. Psalm 42, 5 and 6 says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise his name, my salvation and my God. Yeah. Don't you just love the way David, he's just talking to his soul right there. He's like, Come on, come on, my soul. Put your hope in God. He has to talk to his soul, and sometimes we need to do the same thing. Like our spirit needs to rise up and say, "All right, soul, you're, you know, like get in line. Let's get in line with the truth and let's worship because um, that's the key to yeah to to coming out of a of a dis- place of despair or hopelessness." Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what the story is that I shared with my husband Chris did at the beginning of COVID. It was like he just had to tell himself. Get on with it. Come on, soul. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> well, worship also locks up your enemies. Chronicles twenty twenty two. Maybe this will be your theme verse next year, Kalani. I'm not sure. I'm <laughs> there you go. just there kidding. You go. As they began to sing in praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's that same story the, that we were talking about earlier. I just love it, like how when they begin to praise and worship the Lord, the Lord dealt with their enemies and caused them to turn on each other. They destroyed one another. Like, just imagine that. All the enemies and all those little impish voices, the, the thoughts that come from the accuser, all that stuff, the Lord just comes in and just blasts all of it. And we don't have to, you know, strive and push and work. He's like, I got this. You just worship me. Keep your eyes on me, and I'm going to deal with your enemies. I'm going to deal yeah. with them. That's good. What a good father. He is. What a good dad. Well, the last scripture that we have, what does worship lock up? It locks up torment. In 1 Samuel 16, 23, it says, And whenever the harmful spirit from God was upon Saul, David took the lyre and played it with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the harmful spirit departed from him. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, Kalani, thank you for joining us for this entire podcast, for going through this um, segment here of the locking and unlocking, for doing the mic drops. And we are (laughs) so blessed by your friendship and by really your leadership in the body of Christ right now. We could gush and go on and on, but I just want to say thank you. And would you just one last favor, would you mind closing out with a, a prayer for us and for our listeners? Sure, absolutely, and and thank you for for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. I mean, I I enjoy having conversations like this, so it was an honor for me to jump on with you. Thanks for what you're doing and what you're cultivating. Um, it's it's important. We need more and more of this, you know, to to encourage and strengthen the body of Christ, the bride of Christ in this hour. But yeah, let's let's just pray. So, Lord Jesus, we we honor you. We thank you. Um, for your goodness, for your loving kindness, your faithfulness, Lord God. Um, we just thank you, Holy Spirit, for um, hovering over us through this whole conversation, for directing uh, for directing the conversation and the flow. And we just trust you. We entrust it to you now, Lord. And we pray right now for everyone who's listening, everyone who's um, even maybe stumbled onto this podcast. Um, we just pray, Lord, for um, for every heart for every person where they are and just declare um, 
even just a greater a greater hunger, an increase of hunger, a greater desire for intimacy with you? Or would you strengthen each person in their inner being right where they are right now? Um, I ask that they would have such a sense of your presence, of your nearness, Lord. I pray um, that you would teach every one of us to, to wield the weapon of praise and of worship in this season that, that, um, uh, that we would not have hearts that waver, but hearts that are strong and, and uh, courageous in this time. Lord, that you would teach us uh, to wait on you, that you would teach us how to, how to build our history with you, Lord, um, that we would be the true worshipers who worship you in spirit and truth. And, I, Lord, I just declare uh, even just a, I don't know what the word is, but almost like an ease to slide right into that throne room presence, Lord, to behold you, um, to, to ascend into those heavenly places with you, out of which flows all the resources, all the keys, everything that we need. I declare that over every life, over every listener, all the keys that you need, everything that you need, every resource, every answer, every provision. Um, we declare that any any spirit of fear is broken off of your heart, broken off of your mind in the name of Jesus, um, that the accuser has no power over you. Uh, Lord, I just bless I bless every every person watching that they would have a deep encounter with your heart today. And the things that they've heard, the things that have been seeded into their hearts, Lord, would would uh, would take root. The things that need to take root would take root, and that um, there would be much fruit, Lord, fruit that remains coming forth from their lives in this time. We love you, Jesus. We bless you. In your name, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Aww. Kalani, for joining us on the Journey Express yes. podcast. We're grateful. Yes, we love you. Awesome. Love you. Bless you. All right. Be sure to check out today's show notes for scriptures and for different places that we've mentioned to access um, Kalani's new song and all sorts of other resources. And thank you listeners for joining us on today's episode of the Journey Expressed.